Everybody jump, 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 jump. I said a hip hop, the hip, the hip, the hip, 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 hop, you don't stop. Rap, 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 I will definitely call you back later then. Come on, wrap it up. Big sharp it up. Okay, you know what? Wrap up the circle thing. Come on. Commissioner Parker, wrap it up, please. Okay. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. It is time for the wrap here on News Radio 923 on the Pensacola Morning News. Greg Litton is here in studio with me, and Jonathan Owens, uh, owner of the Elbow Room, is here in studio with me. Both of whom they reminded me uh, have run and uh, unsuccessfully for county commission seats. Two for uh, or one, sorry, for Jonathan Owens, and then four for uh, uh, Greg Litton. I didn't mean it, but you know that's a good that's a that's a pretty good pairing to have. And I sometimes I get think lucky. You had it planned. <laughs> I didn't. I get. I just get lucky a lot. Okay, I just get lucky a lot. So let's start with what I think is probably the biggest news of the week locally, which is the possibility of having a pretty substantial offer on uh, Outlying Field 8, the property next to Navy Federal on Nine Mile. We've been talking about it all day and, you know, throughout the week as you had, you know, uh, we're, it was languishing, right? We didn't really have any offer on it. And, you know, how are we going to get this thing developed? And, you know, we're looking for some money from Triumph in order to put in a road and do some other stuff. And uh, all of a sudden, Dr. Horton Saturday comes in with a $33 million offer. And then you have a Breland Holmes comes in with a $35 million offer. And basically the same day, Dr. Horton says, oh, yeah, we'll do 38. And now we've got there's another entity that says they're interested. We've got uh, at least uh, rumors that there's a fourth entity uh, that says that they're interested and might be you know willing to bid. So we might be, and I say might be, on the verge of um, finally paying, um, finally getting somebody to pay, you know, thirty-five or forty million dollars to put uh, Jeff Bergash's steakhouse on OLF eight. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> you know, things can happen. Isn't that isn't that human nature though? Yeah. Nobody wanted that property until somebody wanted it, and then they're all fighting over it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I thought, I mean. I want to talk about procurement a little bit, but I think that's an interesting development to have, pardon the use of term, but to have all of a sudden nobody, 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 oh, you want it, you want it, it's off the market. Well, we'll try, right? I mean, that's interesting. It, it, it happens in real estate a lot, actually. You know, something is sit on the market for 100 days or 300 days or three years, and all of a sudden you've got someone that puts an offer in. Now there's three more offers. I mean, mm-hmm. my wife's in real estate professionally. I am as well. The, it, you know, one spark, ignites a flame right so it, it it will be interesting to see what all fleshes out of this um personal opinion uh follow the process they're having things come in randomly or via email or you know the excitement and theater of it all happening during a meeting oh wait there's more oh oh but there's Off one the more presses, Off right. the, yeah, I mean, exactly. this is super exciting and super <laughs> uh, you know d- dramatic that's not the way you deal with real estate this is especially commercial real estate because this i mean whether this is going to be residential or commercial this is a block of land that has a specific value whatever that value may be infrastructure added without infrastructure right, added which is an which um, is a question mark now you know giving up giving up the opportunity to use triumph funds to build in the infrastructure definitely is a would be a deficit to it i mean um developers develop land so builders can build on it right i mean there's a reason why you take the risk of developing the land um i, I personally think that uh having a single entity develop it uh, it is a smart way to go, but um, you know we'll see. Yeah, no, uh, I, I'm, I'm I have no say. I have anymore. a lot. I, I, I never had any say really before. For just, people, <laughs> for people who might not know, uh, Jonathan was the chief of staff for uh, Doug Underhill when he was uh, the commissioner for District Two, um, and I've been meaning to ask you how you're dealing with the being out of it because <laughs> it's different. But 
Uh, we'll come back to that maybe a little bit later. Greg, you, I mean, it's very easy, like Jonathan said, to be excited about the big numbers coming in all of a sudden and something that had kind of been an open question mark. You know, it's been four years. Are we going to get anything or is this just going to be the tech park all over again? And now all of a sudden it looks better, which is not to say we're there, but it looks better, right? Yeah, and I, I think part of the problem we've always had here in town is you, you get a, a, a property like that. Everybody complains that nothing's happening. It's uh, this, that. And then somebody wants to do it, every, do something with it. And then what is everybody complaining that somebody they, wants to do something with <laughs> it? I mean, it's not the, the perfect floated down from heaven plan. And so they, they boohoo it. And it's like, come on, it, it, you know, you, you just can't satisfy uh, some people. And uh, it's great that the interest is Now, there. you're not saying that uh, Escambia County has that. No. Or Santa oh, Rosa no. County has that. Yeah, you you no. mean somebody else yeah, elsewhere, right? Other, that they, okay, other just checking areas, to be yeah, sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible until something's happening. And then it's terrible when something is exactly. happening. And then it's terrible when something happened. S- somebody's going to make some money off of it. They're like, well. They're putting out $33 million or plus right. dollars. They ought to make some money. Mm-hmm. That's the object. We're going to uh, take a real quick break, but we'll be back in a second. We've got uh, Jonathan Owens and Greg Litton in here talking about various news items on the wrap. Candy has traffic on the five. That's right. Taking a look around. Uh, good news is we're not showing a whole lot of slowdowns or delays right now. Uh, it looks like there's like a couple of lights out. Highway 98 for one in Fairpoint in Gulf Breeze. That light's not working. I-10 eastbound at Melmarker 31 stopped. An accident is off highway, but it was still backed up. And Kingsfield and 297A in Cantonment showing an accident. Remind people, we got this text to use their lights when driving. If your windshield wipers are on your lights should be on you can get a ticket text 437-1620 news radio 92.3 informative local dependable yeah great advice absolutely and if you're looking for that next vehicle frontier motors you hear dave ramsey talk about him you hear me talk about him and more than just two guys on the radio uh, look around when you're driving look around and look at the license plates and see if you don't see a license plate frame that says frontier motors or the little bumper sticker, you know, the little vinyl bumper sticker that people have that uh, says Frontier Motors. And the reason I say that is because what you'll discover is like the first day you do this game, you'll see a couple. I mean, maybe you won't see any. It's possible. Second day, you see a couple more. And by about the third or fourth day, you'll feel like they're on every single car. And the reason I mention that, because I know I've done it and that's what happened to me. And the reason I mention that is because that's all the satisfied customers. You know, that's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of other people who have bought their cars there and gone back to buy a second or a third car for their spouse, for their kids, whatever. That's why when Frontier has been serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, it's a lot of people. So when you go by, tell them Andrew McKay and the bumper stickers sent you. The new year means a new resolution, and one of the sure things on the menu is weight loss. Tune in this Tuesday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as one of the ProHealth team members will be the guest, and we'll be discussing how ProHealth Medical Weight Loss Program can help you during the new year and beyond. Get ready to feel and look better with a ProHealth Medical Weight Loss Program. That's this Tuesday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Everyone understands that when you buy more, you should pay less. It's called a volume discount. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to make and install your windows. New South offers volume discounts for homeowners. The more you buy, the more you save. Our discounts start at the fourth window, and from there, the savings grow. New South can do this because we own our factory, and that's the power of Factory Direct. Award-winning, energy-efficient windows that will save you money and protect your home. Our windows are made in Florida, for Florida homes, by Florida workers, and we guarantee them for life. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa.
Silence, you ninny. Good morning, 48 News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Spence Cole of Morning News. Here in studio with me, I have Greg Litton and Jonathan Owens, and we're talking a little bit about uh, OLFA. We'll get to some other stuff in a minute, but, um, you know, it's interesting to see, you know, Greg, you and I were talking off the air a little bit about this process. Um, you know, I thought it was interesting that D.R. Horton was willing to pile an extra $5 million on within a couple of days, you know, means that they know the 33 was a pretty sweet price. I'm, I'm not sure they're thrilled about how this has all turned out, though. Yeah, because that's that's what I was saying. I mean, they come in on a on a property. How long has it been sitting there trying? Years. Yeah. I mean, I think the I think the it was last year we did the RFP or whatever that really nobody came back on. So yeah. you know, realistically, let's say six months to a year. And, and I think I heard that thirty three million would be a eighteen million somewhere around their profit. Basically, yeah, it, we have eighteen county. in it, but we got four million, if I remember correctly, yeah. from Navy Federal. Um, so yeah, yeah, something in that somewhere vicinity, in that, right? Which is, I mean, that's a pretty good deal. And nobody's doing anything with it. They make an offer. They release the offer. Now they're in a bidding war. Right. And, you know, if you just look at it from their standpoint, I'd be ticked off. Sure. You know, but, you know, that's such is life. But they pretty obviously feel like oh, we can because, st- you know, if you yeah. can jump up five, you can probably go a little more, I would think. But now now you got this possibility of losing it by being too eager on our side, right? Oh, we got a bidding war. Look at us. Well, that could become zero just as much as it stays, too. That's or what happens or when you get greedy. Yeah, no, for sure. So one question I had for you guys um, uh, is the thought occurred to me, you know, we always wonder about procurement, okay? And I'm not a fan of always going with the lowest bidder, uh, e.g. the sailfish sign, e.g. the Skanska, and many other examples, um, or the highest bidder in terms of whoever on this project comes forward with the high. That doesn't, that's not the same thing as getting the best bid. We all know that. Uh, But it does seem like the hey, put in a bid and we open all the bids at the same time and we find out who's got whatever. It seems like some element of auctioning eBay style or what's going on right now would allow a company to say, oh, they're going to do it for 500000 We can do it for four fifty. You know, is there a place for that kind of not just bidding, but like bidding against each other after the initial round? Would that? Am I stupid for thinking that that's a possible way we could do things better? On a piece this size... I don't know that that's the right way to go. Um, I mean, you can see what happens when you go with the lowest bidder, right, in government, right? Oh, well, oh, my goodness, we've, we're going to have to redo this again, and it's going to cost us twice as much. It right. always costs us at minimum twice to, to come back and fix someone else's, you know, mistakes. Um, so I don't, I don't know that auctioning is the is the way to go on, on a piece like this. Um, like was said yesterday in the meeting, <clears throat> there's nothing else like this fair yeah there's nothing else like this so why go to a format that is going to be sold to either the lowest bidder or someone who is you know some entity that's going to win the bid mm-hmm. if it's a value put it out there and um you know let let you know the bid process work through here's what we're going to do i mean the bid process is also an, an auction right here's all the stipulations that we're going to give not only just the n- numerical value of of the value of the land but we're going to follow the master plan or we're going to follow the zoning we're not going to ask for changes we're going to add the infrastructure i mean that all of those things can be submitted within the bid and when opened read publicly and the the commissioners who will ultimately make the decision can you know pick the winner which they will. So I, I just don't know that the auction process is, yeah, I, is, is right for, for, a, for 
a parcel like this. Yeah, I agree with everything there. That's the, because if you're just going with the highest bidder, somebody could come in with something that we apps and, and I'm not, you know, it's always tough. Like you said, like, like the property down downtown with the Wahoo stadium and all that, everybody whined about that forever. And mm-hmm. then when people started wanting to do something, then they all complained. <laughs> right. But, right. but, yeah, so but there could be something that Why doesn't my daughter have any dates? Nobody's good enough for my daughter, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of how it works, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't like the just highest offer wins cuz it could be something that we absolutely don't want. But I think what I, what I had in mind more was just it seems like that would be a way to open up for sort of market forces information and competition then cuz I don't want to go with this lowest or highest in this case bidder, uh, but maybe giving them a second or third round to look at Oh man, we got really priced out of this thing, but I think we can match that because we just misjudged it on the front. That's kind of what I was thinking, yeah. but I'll, I'll, I'll take your I'll take your criticism. I don't I don't mind being the guy who comes up with an idea and then gets told by people who really know how things work. No, that's terrible. <laughs> I would rather see um, versus the, the auction or, or, or bidding. Um, I would rather see someone um, the firm the, the the county hire a professional marketing firm mm-hmm. to send us out nationwide. Because who knows about this, right? Sure. I mean, Dr. Horton knows about this because Dr. Horton does a lot of, a lot of development course, here. Right. I mean, does Pulte know about this? Does insert any developers, residential developers' name into the hat? Do, do they know about it? Is there anyone tracking that here locally in Pensacola? I mean, Pensacola has always been Pensacola, but now all of a sudden it's discovered. I mean, you could thank Visit Pensacola for that, right? <laughs> right. People, people for, have for a, lot, know, a lot of eyeballs <clears throat> being on Pensacola. Pensacola has been sure. Pensacola to, to Greg and I our entire life, right? right. I mean, and half so, the town, those jerks. Are, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, really? Yeah, how Everybody dare knows about us now. Now we got to compete know, against yeah. all of that, right? Why are exactly. why are the prices of things going up so much? Because too many people know the secret is out. Yeah. Uh, switching gears just a little bit, but kind of, I mean, we're going to talk about Beulah in this regard as well. Um, Obviously, the um, uh, the We Are Perdido movement to try to incorporate, or I would say at this point to really figure out if incorporation is a good idea for Perdido. And uh, we've had Steve Brentra on to talk about that. And it's, a, it's very interesting. And frankly, I think they're doing it very wisely in terms of this very methodical process. Uh, you know, I know Navarro's been trying to do this for forever and has never quite done it this way. And so I think they're doing it really wisely in Perdido. But um, then we've got Beulah as a possibility, right? That that could be the next town. This has been talked about for a long time. Uh, I don't know, Jonathan, you want to weigh in on either the Perdido or the potential, you know, city of Beulah down the road? Well, um, it, it's interesting. <clears throat> you you referenced Navarre. Um, Navarre's been struggling because there were two camps, right? right. You know, everybody gets, gets on, get on the same page. And I think um, from what I've seen, uh, I haven't been involved a whole, whole lot with the process, but from what I've seen with the We Are Perdido folks, um, Steve's doing a really good job of, you know, garnering support. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's always, you, you get on social media, there's always the people that are like, oh, well, you know, no one asked me. Well, uh, okay, well, well, what does that mean? Might well, where, how, how would they know to ask you right. other than your random didn't Facebook you were the post? Kingmaker. Didn't, right, didn't, <laughs> didn't know that. Um, so it, it, it'll be interesting to see how it progresses forward. Um, Beulah, from a population density standpoint, it's larger than what we are Perdido is putting together number of people that live in the Beulah area, whatever that amalgamous definition right, right. would be. Um, Come back to me with the next approved plat and it'll be different. R- r- right. Um, so it, it, it will be interesting to see if, if uh, someone in the Beulah area organizes, right? Mm. I mean, it takes... It, Somebody really, has to take it. So it, it sparked to, to ignite the flame, right? It, it takes... Someone has to take the initiative to say, okay, I'm going to commit my time for the next 36 months 
to, to go after this. And you have to have the ability to do it financially. And um, it, it will be interesting to uh, it'll be interesting to see how this We Are Perdido moves forward. And, and you know, if something happens in Beulah, you know, that's gonna it, someone's gonna have to start it. Right. So. Greg, I'll get to you in just a second. I want to get Candy in here real quick, though, for our traffic on the fives before we get there. Sure. Let me just get in here. <laughs> no. Uh, traffic tips, uh, 437-1620. Of course, you can text them in. Kingsfield and 297A showing an accident. I-10 eastbound at mile marker 31 stopped. Uh, it looks like the accident's off the highway, but still backed up a little bit. Fairpoint 98, that light's not working yet. And possible roadblock now on Brent Lane. This is in front of PCC. And please use your lights when you're driving. If your windshield wipers are on, you're supposed to have your lights on. So make sure that others can see you. It's Traffic on the Fives. Text 437-1620 if you have traffic tips. Again, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So, uh, Greg, uh, thoughts about possible incorporation of Perdido and the not yet a movement, but certainly everybody's aware that there's a possibility for Beulah uh, eventually as well. Well, I- I'm going to use my pass card here because I'm, I'm like you, uh, Andrew. I'm not going to... Uh, that's something I don't know anything about. Okay, I've never fair studied enough. it. I haven't paid any attention, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let... The experts to figure that one out. You know, one of the other things that has come up uh, this session, they're going to possibly look for a a recall vote approval for county commissioners. Uh, there's been talk of uh, Michelle Salzman says we're looking at an eight-year term limit for county commissioners and maybe an eight-year term limit for school board after we just got it approved to twelve. I've said, look, uh, I like the recall concept, but frankly, I like two-year terms for all county commissioners. I just think four years is a long time to try to remember what happened three years ago. And, you know, I don't love the constant campaign, but state representatives campaign, House of Representatives campaign every two years. Two years is a pretty quick response time to let the commissioner know whether you think they're doing well or not. You both ran campaigns. Uh, Is it it viable to do it every two year campaign? Let me jump in. Just my opinion, Uh, having run for an office. Every two years, I would vote a thousand times against that because I, I just think you never stop campaigning. And campaigning is a pain in the butt. It's it's necessary, but doing it basically, you you get one year before you got to start campaigning again, right? And you don't get a chance to really do anything. Uh, I think term limits are the way to to handle that. Be, making them run that much, I, I don't think you ever get anything done because you're too worried about getting re- reelected, even though that shouldn't be your goal um but i i think four years is fine and either two or three terms is i i like three personally but uh, i think nobody else seems to be on that page but right yeah i mean it's at least it's an interim uh jonathan i i like if you're going to do term limits i i can give you a way to limit terms take away the pension take away the pension aspect of it if after eight years you're guaranteed a hundred percent pension for for serving two terms i mean it's great you can say oh well we should limit it to two terms well okay you're vested at that point yeah. right but does it really matter okay now it's time for me to move on to the next office so Allow i can run for that office i mean public service is public service your time and service you get paid for your time and service and at the end of that it's you it do, you do your other thing you're, you're, you're back doing to whatever otherwise. you're doing before fair enough yeah, we I didn't like, even I like that too we didn't even get to the baseball question i wanted to ask you greg maybe next time uh greg lit and jonathan owens as always gentlemen thanks for the conversation really interesting stuff today i appreciate your time thanks, thanks for having us. we'll see you all on monday have a great weekend you're listening to news radio 92.3 wnrp golf breeze milton pensacola A big human trafficking bust in 
Polk County. We'll tell you about it after this update from Fox News here on News Radio 92.3.